This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, the business station. The BFM Breakfast Grill, connecting you to top people and ideas. Powered by U-Mobile, Malaysia's number one 5G network. I'm Wong Xiaoning and this is The Breakfast Grill. The wire and cable industry in Malaysia is a 10 billion ringgit industry that likely goes unnoticed but is actually closely related to industrialization and infrastructure spending. Today, we speak to soon-to-be ACE-listed MasterTech Group Berhad. Their CEO, T. Kokhua, joins us to tell us about their growth strategy for this Malacca-based company that started just 17 years ago. Good morning, T. Now, first off, why is there an offer for sale of 127.5 million shares in this IPO? Is this a cashing out exercise by the managing director, Dato Lau Kim San, since he's going to enjoy a gross gain of 49.7 million ringgit? Yeah, very good morning. Uh, Thank you. So, uh, you can see that uh, currently we are offering for this 39 cent. Actually, this is quite a fair value. You, if you look, uh, the historical maybe is higher, mm. but look forward for this year, for the first half, we already achieved about 13.6 million. Okay, I know BAT. that's the IPO price, but why are you having an offer for sale? Okay, so of course, uh, offer for sales as a, as a nature of business. Huh? So uh, we plan to, for that allow, actually we having this business for 70 years. For all the while, he never declared any dividend. But Actually, he did. He declared. He did declare dividend only, only on before the IPO, mm. only recently. Previously, we never declare and everything we put in the in, in the company, and it's, it's a time for us. Actually, we look at uh, for master tech why we go for IPO first. So the reason behind actually uh, in initial for this company setup, we train to have a management uh, by professional. So. Uh, since the past five or ten years, we will start prepared, pre- preparing to, for the IPO run. That's why it's a required, uh, the IPO process is quite smooth. Mm. We take about one year's time from the kick-off to get the approval for BUSA. Okay. Yeah. So this cashing out exercise, as you say, is, 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 is his reward for yeah. being in the company or at least managing it and bringing it to where it has been for the last 17 years. But yes. am I safe to say that he remains committed to this company? Yes. So he still remains committed and currently he still holds the role as the managing director in the company as well. Okay. Now, have other key shareholders been identified? Because there is a private placement of 104.9 million shares. Yes. Uh, all the private placement already been identified. Mm. So I'll call the list will coming soon, later, maybe after this. So you can see in the Busa side. Yeah, we already been identified and all fully t- taken place. Are they institutions or are they um, retailers? Oh, it's an individual. What about the Bumi Putra block of 127 million shares? So far for Bumi block, of course, it's uh, going to release by, the name list going to release by 15th of January itself. So uh, we still can't get the actual name list and what is the subscription uh, uh, rate. So far, of course, uh, what we see is uh, oversubscribed as what information given, but we don't know yet. Okay, now let's talk about the proceeds. Because from the perspectives I read that 61.1, sorry, 61.6 million from the IPO will be utilised primarily for KPEX to construct 
two new manufacturing plants, right? And also the purchase of new machinery, which then begs the question, why is there a need to expand when the blended utilisation rate for the existing three plants is just 51%? Okay, this is for our company strategy, you see. So... Previously, all the cable trend, if you want to buy any wire and cable, it will take the rig time for about three months' time. So uh, for our side, we commit to our customer within a month. So we need to have uh, extra capacity in order we fulfill the delivery okay. for the customer. And for this plan 4 and plan 5 for newly plan, we're going to increase our product mix. For time being, we are focusing on the, mainly on the low voltage cable. What we mean by low voltage is 1 kV and below. So it means that uh, all the cable, all the cable used from either electrical or communication. So what we see the gap in market now, we are moving to another distribution product mix under the medium voltage. This is what is under our new production plan. Have you already identified customers for this new plan? As you say, is for the manufacture of this MV or medium voltage cables, right? Yes. So uh, for medium voltage, it's not new for us. Actually, we already started a medium voltage uh, product as, as training product. So all our existing customers also did purchase this medium voltage from us as well. And we received quite a lot of demand from our existing customer request us to support on this product as well. Okay, so let's talk about this order book. Because mm. I, I read from the perspectives, there really isn't an order book to oh. for say, right? I mean, there are some long-term contracts to TNB Group and Sarawak Energy, but the bulk of it works on this purchase order system. So how do I get a gauge of how well you're doing since I'm not going to have such strong visibility on your earnings? Okay, this is a very uh, interesting question. We also always receive this kind of question. Okay, and maybe you know, so for currently following C, uh, Malaysia Forex uh, is quite unstable. So, and the uh, metal price itself also is up and down. So, a lot of customers prefer to buy uh, according to their need. Mm -hmm. So, this is what we offer to our customer. So, uh, and the way is uh, uh, we receive daily PO from our customer. This is a proven record uh, from our past three years, all we practice also. As uh, what you say for the long term customer, long term contract, maybe from TMB. It's only considered about 30% for our total sales. So based on the our total revenue, 70% is actually is uh, contributed by daily PO. Mm. How does that, uh, isn't it difficult for you then? Makes it more challenging for you to plan in terms of your capacity utilization uh, at the factory, your uh, inventory that you keep, how much raw mat you need, for example? Okay. So according to challenge, it's uh, one of the bigger advantage for our company. We're able to offer to all our customers this kind of the flexibility. And what we see now, uh, the trend for customer demands has changed. Previously, uh, maybe you understand also all the construction job, any project, every time on time. So mm. they can plan ahead their material when going to purchase. But recently, a lot of uncertainty. So a lot of purchase been done. That's uh, due to our, our, our production design. We're having the short time for one month and uh, make to order and customization based on customer need. So customer no need to buy a lot for their usage so they can control their costs and we can deliver on time. This is our advantage. Of course, the challenge 
in our supply chain, we need to have a better control system. So then what is the customer acquisition strategy for for MasterTech? And does it is there a different strategy for the two types of customers that you have, which is one is the general market and the other is power utility? Yeah, for power utility, normally uh, they will call off the long-term contract. So it's, it's not really uh, covered under our border because the tender award to us is not necessarily they will purchase the value. Every three months, like TNB, every three months they will issue the PO and do the price relation according to the uh, four legs and metal price on the day. So we're able to pass back the, all the cost to, to TNB as well. So this one for TNB for long-term contract. So for general market, so we did follow up with all the project in town. So we did spec in our product in all data center, commercial building, everything, include all the industry factory. So on the time they need the cable, we will provide the code and they will purchase when they need. Okay. Now, I also noticed that there's a, a change in terms of the split because the split between general and uh, power mm. utility is almost equal when general was 80% some years ago. Yeah. Is that a tactical strategy by MasterTech? Okay. So for MasterTech side, we try to remain the uh, utility around 30 to 40%. So whatever, of course, we need to increase the utility market share. Increase the revenue. At Is the it same better time, margins? Uh, or about the same? About the same. Of course, uh, utility, we enjoy better margin because of the product mix different. So, but at the open market, we also currently, we depend on type of product itself. And you said earlier on TNB is 30%, right? Yeah. I think I look at the prospectus. Single largest customer, 36% contribution in this financial year, in yeah. the last six months. Are you concerned that you can continue to secure new contracts with them? And is there customer concentration risk then? Uh, so far for TNB, our performance is quite good. So what we put on TMB actually is a TM, under TMB group. It's not only purely on TMB, include the TMB subsidiary. So the total up to 36%. Yes. Yeah, so, so far, uh, we're running well for TMB. And you're confident you can yeah. be, that there shouldn't be any... There shouldn't be any problem. Okay. What about raw material costs? Because without copper and aluminium, there would be no wires and cables, right? So the last three years, the buzzword was supply chain disruptions. Is that your biggest challenge now? Uh, yeah. Of course, the copper metal price, price itself is a big challenge. Huh? So for our strategy, our business model a bit different compared with, uh, I'm not sure if I'm a competitor. So for us, we're doing back to back. So our issue, for all the general market, we will issue the quotation daily basis. So any price change, we will do the price adjustment. It means that we can pass through all the price to our, to our customer as well. But have you had to actually um, suffer some margin compression if you want the business? Because it's such a competitive one, right? Okay, so this is uh, maybe someone that try to do so. Of course, uh, for us, we need to keep a certain margin. Otherwise, it's no meaning. So your preference is maintain profit margin versus grow market share. Is that, yeah. the, is that the strategy at MasterTech? Depend on type of business itself. For the new business, maybe it's a, a bit different strategy. So uh, we also consider on the, of course, the basic, basic guideline is that we need to keep the, the basic margin first. And in this 
environment of volatile yeah. commodity prices, right? We can see that. Look at, uh, I looked at the Bloomberg chart for aluminium. Uh, it went to a high of US $2,658 per metric ton on the 25th of January, but it's since traded sidewise. Copper increased 3.8% on the year-to-date basis. The point about all this is that do volatile prices, even though you can pass it on, mean that customers are perhaps a little bit less willing to place orders from you because they are watching prices too? Yeah, this is what... Uh the good question initially, why we having extra capacity? Mm. So customer will watch all the all, all the price for aluminium and copper and include the forex. So they will they will think when they need the product. Yeah. And where's the best time for them to purchase the place order to us. And for our strategy, we are supporting our customer. So every day we update them the new price. And when they think it's a suitable price and suitable timing to, for them to purchase, they will place an order to us. When I look at the uh, wire and cable industry, it's yeah. fragmented, right? Yeah. There are many, many players. And even on your end, your wires and cables are not proprietary, mm. although there is an element of customization. So what would you say is your competitive edge then? Okay. So you look at the product mix for our product. Eh? So uh, in MasterTech, we're having a quite wide length of the... Uh, quite uh, Our product mix is quite high. So we're having the aluminum core and copper core. Uh, it's can't deny in Malaysia for copper core wire, especially for LV, for the normal housing cable, we're facing a lot of competitors. But uh, our focus now, you can see for this year, this half year, we have some strategy change. We are focused on the more high value product, a more uh, better profit margin, it's more niche market product. So especially for the LV aluminium. So it's not so many players in town. Mm. Yeah, it, because it's uh, the reason behind if uh, copper core supplier uh, manufacturer, if they want to convert to aluminum core, they need to invest a new machine. But or if maybe they can convert their copper to aluminum, but they need to certify their revenue because the selling price for aluminum and copper is much different. But for our side, we do have a one dedicated production line for aluminum itself. On the breakfast grill this morning is T. Kokhua, CEO of MasterTech Group Berhad. After the break, should you participate in this IPO when the valuations don't appear to be that cheap? BFM 89.9. You are listening to The Breakfast Grill, brought to you by U-Mobile, Malaysia's number one 5G network. BFM 89.9, welcome back to The Breakfast Grill, where in the hot seat is T. Kokhua, CEO of MasterTech Group Berhad. Before the break, is the IPO a cashing out exercise and what do they intend to do with the proceeds? T, let's turn our attention to the financials and it's an impressive set of numbers because I did see gross profit margins almost double to 9.7%, 7%, excuse me, in 2022 from 5% in 2021. Uh, what explains this? Comparable jam, you see, mm. uh, this all basically contribute by our product mix. Okay, for uh, as I explained uh, just now before. Yeah, that's your so, competitive yeah. edge. Yes, this is our competitive edge. So currently, our focus product is different. Previously, uh, we do quite a lot of the, uh, as you know, as you mentioned just now, for the very high competi- competition for the, uh, especially for the cable market, mm. especially for the uh, for the copper core and copper conductor. So. Uh, we let go some product, which is very, very low profit margin. Is that why I see a drop in revenue? Yes. Okay, but it's compensated by the higher margins. Yes. Okay, because 
Um, and then for the six months of this year, mm. the GP margins actually even jumped to yes. even higher, 17%. So what are the reasons for this? Are there some exceptional items that I don't uh, is, see? Is, and is it sustainable? Okay. So for now, what we do, so if you do total up for the uh, copper core and aluminum core, because copper core, the GP margin is very low. Okay. It averages out, it will be low. So when we remove out the copper conductor, so we enjoy the, in overall, we get a better financial performance. Is this going to be sustainable though? As today, yes. But we cannot deny in future any comp new competitor coming. Okay. And you already mentioned revenue, right? So, yeah. so far for the first six months, it's 138 yeah. million ringgit. Now this would, if I just analyze it, you get to 276 million for the full 2023, which is actually lower than the 362 million ringgit that was achieved in 2022. Is this something you're comfortable with just because the margins are there? Yes. So for us, it's two angles when we need to look at it. So whether we want to focus uh, our product, our production efficiency or what type of product. Mm. So uh, based on last year, we do some, some adjustment in our production and planning and we see good results. We continue for this year. So some low profit product we try to eliminate and uh, improve our efficiency and we see quite good result on this. What I fear, uh, T, when it comes to results like this where you see a bumper year is whether companies, I'm not saying it's yours, but there are some companies where just before a listing, they, they do this thing called front loading, right? So where, uh, you know, they push all the sales to the year of the IPO and then after the listing, there's a, a decline. I mean, what assurances this won't happen for okay. Master Tech? So you can see here, our order actually based on PO. Yeah. We unable to push in any order in advance for one Maybe year or something. Maybe you tell your customers, you know, uh, no, place no, your orders soon, no, earlier, please. We need to please. deliver and, and to billing the customer. And it's a high value product. Nobody will keep. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Some other product maybe they're having a, something that your customer maybe have to keep. But cable is something bulky and high value. So no, it's unlikely. Unlikely. So nobody as uh, what our customer now, they only order on time they need. All right. And I looked at the inventories. Mm. Um, it's rising for the six months of the year. It's already 37 million mm. ringgit. And now if there are just one month purchase orders given, why is this so high? Especially when the whole of 2022 was 27 million ringgit. Okay. We, we need to look at the two, two, two angles. Mm. First, of course, it's a Forex and LMB. Our material price, our selling price must depend on Forex and uh, LMB price itself. So higher LMB or Forex will increase our in terms of our money. But um, second is a some project it today, we, will, we need to keep some stock for in, on behalf of our customer, it will, but it will be delivered on the following month. Mm. So the, only the cut-off date different. Okay, but then yeah. do you still have to manage Forex costs? Because when I look at, you've actually changed your supplier base, right? Yes. You've gone almost all local when it comes to yes. supply. So why is Forex still a concern? Okay. Or is it still in the price when still you in order? The price. Okay. Previously, we purchased uh, from overseas, like the catalog, we direct by the catalog for copper. So we need to hedge for the forex. But currently, we all we change to local. Okay, because uh, this is what we prefer. Uh. Local can have a better service. We don't keep so many inventory in hand. So um, our supplier also sell us LME plus forex. 
plus their premium. So premium is a fix, but Forex and uh, Metal Price will be depend on the which day we purchase. Yeah, but you are very much domestic driven business, right? Exports yeah. only account for yeah. 5%. Mm. So you can't really hedge your Forex costs? Uh, well, no. Our, our supplier will charge us the material price okay. based on the Forex and the Metal. And then, of course, you just pass it on. Yes. All right. Uh, let's talk about the trade receivables also because mm. it's 56 million for just half a year. Yeah. Compared to 80 million for the whole of 2022. So should I expect higher impairments ahead? And really, what's your impairment policy? So currently, of course, the impairment uh, is advised by our auditor. So so far, uh, what we see that we don't have a high risk on this one. So uh, actually, we filter out our customer base and uh, we focus on the most of the repetitive uh, customer on hand. And uh, so far, we don't have much issue on the collection. Of course, sometimes they're having a delay of one or two months. MasterTech will be coming in to the market at a PE, price earning ratio of 14.6 times. Yeah. So when I look at the broader FBM KLCI, it trades at a PE of 13 times. So why should I pay a premium for MasterTech? And even when I compare to your listed competitors, Southern Cable, they too are trading at close to 14 times. Their revenue is 900 million. They're a long-established main board company. So really, why should I you know, consider subscribing for MasterTech shares? Okay. So, as an investor, of course, we have a look at the two, two, two angles. So, which company is more profitable in terms of their profit margin? Yeah, your margins yeah. are higher. Yeah, margins this are is 1.7% yeah. only. Yes. yes. So, and secondly, actually, if you look at the latest price of the Southern Cable, because they are now is already going up, and the market prospect for cable, I think, is good for the next few years. So, you, 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 what we see that the market will be grow. And actually, the price for thirty nine cent for PE fourteen point six actually is quite reasonable. What we what we see why it's, is it's, it reasonable? It, it, because you are list, you are ace listed, not even main board. No, actually, you can look at our profit. We are qualified for main board, but it's for us. It's good for us to start from the edge market itself. Mm. So, MasterTech compared with others, compared with our peer, we are seventy years. So, a lot of the new equipment in place in our 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 our, our brand. And we're having the more high effective production and more high efficient production. So most of the our competitors they have, they are already in market more than thirty or fifty years. Maybe you say they are good, okay, but the machinery already same age as their factory. So they require more manpower compared with us, and we are more competitive. On that note, thank you for your time today on the breakfast grill. Is soon to be Ace listed Master Tech Group. I'm Wong Shaoning, BFM eighty nine point nine. The BFM Breakfast Grill brought to you by U Mobile, Malaysia's number one five G network. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.